abshelpline.com and figure out why they didn't come um, because based on our records every book was sent out so I will go to abshelpline.com and put in a ticket about your books having come with your email so that they can cross reference and verify okay what's up with it y'all what's going on Janissa Janisha been on pretty much all my alive. What's going on, Roger? Derek Jones, Enoch. Mr. Jones. Kiyomi. Sadie's, Laura, Kenya, Jay, Rico. What's going on, family? Coach Ish. Randall. What's going on, family? Listen, I got some information to talk to y'all about. Y'all know, some of you all that are new to me, my name is Jake Taylor Jacobs. I'm a business builder. I get on social media, Instagram Live as many times as I can when I'm free uh, to give business and financial and life and spiritual game. <laughs> uh, things that you can apply to your life. And uh, I want to talk about something. <clears throat> Um, I want to talk about this thing called net worth, right? Because a lot of people, when you hear them talk, you know, they say, I'm a millionaire, or, you know, my net worth is a millionaire. I have a million dollars in assets or real estate properties and, you know, all this other stuff. Uh, but there's really nothing that you can do to really cross reference if they are, in fact, a millionaire like they say that they are. Um, and it's typically because. If your businesses are private accounts, they're not. They're, your business is not a public company. It's a private, privately owned company. You don't have to share private information with the public. So you pretty much can say whatever you want, and the public has to take that as face value unless you're able to show documental proof uh, that you are in fact who you say that you are. And I see a lot of people try to focus a lot on net worth or what I'm worth, right? Um, but they don't. They don't build on where they are. You know what I mean? Like what I'm worth and not, wor not what you are. <laughs> you know, I'm worth this, but what are you really? Um, and that's a very important piece. Um, and I think a lot of, you know, net worth, you know, it's very important because, you know, when you look at paperwork, right? Net worth is what somebody is worth, right? They pass away or their assets uh, or estate gets moved to the next generation is what they're worth, right? 
But it's funny that when you look at an asset class, uh, nine times out of 10, um, life insurance is not a part of somebody's net worth if it's not in the cash, right? And usually what banks do, they only calculate the assets that they can leverage or, or control or can use to control with debt. That's usually what they consider net worth, like a part of the net worth asset class. If they can leverage that or they can collateralize that for debt, they'll consider that a part of net worth. However, when it comes to life insurance, with a death benefit that's guaranteed, that's not a part of net worth. So, you know, for a prime example, I tell people all the time, you ain't gotta build wealth, you can buy it. So step one, you know, to, 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 to creating this wealth fortress for you and your family is you don't have to build wealth, you can literally buy it. And you buy it with life insurance. So a lot of people always try to, you know, go um, through all these loopholes to trying to find ways to be successful and trying to find ways to, uh, to to find a way to pass down generational wealth to their children. They're trying to find ways to uh, put themselves as well as their family in the right positions. Uh, they're trying to make the right plays and we're stressing out trying to be the man or the woman. And don't even realize that the easiest answer is buying what you can't build yet. And what I what I told my brother Ben X when we met, I said, listen, um, the smartest thing to do is to think smarter, not harder. And the very first thing that you need to learn how to do is buy wealth until you build it. Jake, what do you mean buy wealth until you build it? Well, the first thing, the first reason that most people, most people try to, um, most people try to, hold on, BX tried to tell me this. They got all these like wealth hacks and wealth tricks and tax plays that 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 they can that they can um, that they can use um, in order to be able to manipulate the government to make sure that their family is good. And we're like, I'm building for my family. I'm doing this for my family. I'm, I got this and this for my family. I got this and this for my family, but <laughs> but you stressed like you like you you having sleepless nights trying to figure this thing out. And the easiest thing to do is to take care of your next generation. Uh, you say, how long would it take you to do that with life insurance? It's instant. The moment that you buy life insurance, if you buy a million million dollar life insurance policy, the moment that you buy life insurance, you are immediately covered. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend term unless you cannot afford life insurance like, you know, long term. Um, but term term life insurance typically means term is for a term of your life, a temporary moment of time. And I usually would tell people, you like if you got a mortgage, you know, get a 30 year term because at the end of that term, that policy terminates. So you want a whole life policy a policy that takes care of you for your whole life. A whole life policy is guaranteed. So when you when you build up your income, I mean you uh, when you buy that policy whole life, you know um, there's a large number of whole life policies that pay out. Only one percent of term life policies actually pay out to the next generation. Why is that? Because most insurance companies they make their they make the majority of their income off of term insurance. Why? Because they know you're going to cancel it. That's free money. They know that you're not going to die. There's a 99% chance that you will never die. 99% chance that you won't die within that term period. 
boom, so that's free cash. So imagine giving a company, you know, a $200 a month every month for 30 years, only at the end of 30 years um, to live, to live. And then you get literally gave, let's see how much you would have gave that company for a term insurance, say a million dollar policy. Let's say, well, let's say two, let's say two or three million, depending on your age. Let's say $200 a month times 12 times 30 years. That's $72,000 that you would have never, ever been able to get back. First thing I would do, I will purchase a guaranteed whole life insurance policy. If you do not have one, go click the link in my bio and set up an appointment with one of my advisors. If you want to learn how to use your policy like a bank, like we do, you need to take my class, Private Banking Blueprint, but this is not what this is about today. So when, when the moment that you buy that life insurance, your next generation is immediately taken care of as long as you do your part. So when you get life insurance, it's called a unilateral contract. That contract says, as long as you pay, they got to pay legally. As long as you pay, they got to pay legally. So me and my wife, we don't we don't stress about our children being taken care of the next generation and, you know, making sure our name means something. Listen, we already got our life insurance policies. We already know exactly what to do with it. We already know exactly what we got. And we've already set up our family to be worth four hundred and ten million dollars by our fourth generation. Enoch, I would take our course. I would take our course, Private Banking Blueprint, first. Private Banking Blueprint first, and then I would get. I would set an appointment with Adelizer or Shandelin, our advisors, and then allow them to help you put that in place. Mr. Enterprise said, "Do you sell policies too?" Actually, yes. What most people don't know is that ABS is first in insurance financial firm. The basis of the basis of our company is not an online institute okay bet let's go ahead and set up that appointment with chandelina at elijah um what most people fail to realize that most of uh, uh that abs at its core we're an insurance and financial firm insurance and financial firm then we're a consulting firm so we protect legacies we build wealth we protect generational income and create it. And then we show you how to build a business and scale and do all that stuff with our consulting firm. That's what most people fail to realize. So we're a finance and business consulting firm. Licensed and certified to help people build their wealth. Yep. Um, Mr. Enterprise said, or in the course, do you uncover what policies to get? Yes, in the private banking blueprint course, in the ABS wealth bundle, if you got the ABS unloaded bundle, if you take that private banking blueprint course, we actually teach you exactly how to build your wealth using policies and how to build a bank using insurance policies. We do not give you the exact companies to use. Why? Because there are other insurance agents that, that take my course that I'm not giving them no information as long as we're in the game. I'm just letting you know that right now. It depends on the situation, uh, uh, Brother Hustler. It depends on the situation, exactly what somebody's trying to get. When 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 advisors try to tell people a specific way on how to set up that policy and say, this is the way to do it, that's, that's, that's not fair to the person who is actually the plan that they're on. 
You can do 90-10 splits. You can do 80-20 splits. Uh, you can do 60-40. It's all depending on what that customer needs and how they need it to be structured at that point in time. So first thing you do, you'll set up your insurance policies, right? That's absolutely important. It's guaranteed to be the guaranteed wealth that your family needs. The second thing that you do, everybody always misses this part, is to manage the current income you got. Y'all know the key to y'all know the key to building wealth is not spending it. The key to building wealth is not spending it. That's the key. Did y'all know that? Not spending it. <laughs> so so once you build the insurance, you you manage and protect the income that you have while increasing. So you try to find ways to increase your income. Here's one easy way to increase your income. Stop getting tax refunds. If you fix your, if you if you're able to fix your W four, in a in a in a um, uh, within the time frame before they make any changes, you should not getting a tax refund. It's not a celebration. It's not a celebration of the government telling you well done. The government did not take more money than you allowed for them to. So when you get a tax refund, nine times out of ten, that was you giving the government too much money from your paychecks from your job so they're giving you back what you gave them at the end of the year you do not want to be uh, getting a refund at the end of the year what you want at the end of the year what you want you want to be paying you want to be paying a tax professional whatever their fee is out of your own pocket and paying zero in taxes at the end of the year if at the end of the year you work a job, the goal is to be zeroed out in taxes. I would much rather pay taxes than to actually um than to actually get a refund because me paying taxes just simply means that I took all my money up front and I'm going to pay them exactly what I owe them. So if you have children, if you're married, if you have properties, if you have assets that can be depreciated or written off, you need to get with a tax professional. Now, when I say tax professional, I'm talking about somebody who does that like for real, for life. No, do not put exempt. Do not lie on your stuff. Fill out your W-2 in the correct way. Answer every single question. Answer every single question. Tax metrics. Are you available right now? Press the number one tax metrics if you're available. All right, so listen. So, so Jake, what do you mean? It's very simple. Let me help you. So, when it comes to, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to your taxes, right? Stop going to people who only do taxes part time, please, please. I have never met anybody who is on the wealth track that has a part time tax professional. Or a part-time insurance or finance professional. Or a part-time real estate professional. Denise, I've already said that. A guaranteed whole life insurance policy with dividend payout. I've never met anybody who really wants to embrace the wealth hack. With a bunch of part-time lawyers part-time 
tax professionals, part-time financial people. Let me ask you a question. Would you allow a part-time heart surgeon to perform heart surgery on your child? Can somebody answer that for me? Would you allow... Would you allow a part-time tax professional, I mean a part-time heart surgeon to do heart surgery on your child who's only part-time? They practice part-time. They part-time study. They just do that as a side hustle. So if the answer is no, isn't our income the heartbeat of how we live in this society? Isn't our income the heartbeat of what keeps our family economically on the right path? Isn't our income the heartbeat of what makes our entire economic system work? So why would I put my wealth plays, my tax, my, 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 my tax preventative measures... In the hands of a bunch of part-time professionals. You got somebody who do part-time finance, but they also do like part-time, you know what I mean, like teaching and shit. You want to put your money in hands with people who do what they say that they do. Full time. Full time and that's all that they do. Full time. So when I'm building my wealth track, life insurance, boom. I like my guarantees. Boom, life insurance, boom, my money good. I can dump extra cash in my life insurance. That's a whole nother story, boom. Second thing, manage and protect the current income that I have. It's impossible to grow what you already don't manage. You want more money, but you mismanage the one you got. So... So, now that I manage and I protect the income I already have, now I have to learn measures to increase my income. So I protect my I protect my family's legacy. I protect my family's legacy with insurance. Then I surround myself with actual professionals. Not part-time tax professionals, not part-time accountants, not part-time insurance agents, not part-time lawyers. I surround my family, my legacy, with people who do their craft full-time. All of our advisors with ABS, they do it full-time. And if they're not ready to do it full-time, they got a six-month to 12-month time period before they need to be full-time or they can no longer be ABS advisors. 
Because if you're going to be uh, advising people on money, if you're going to be advising people on their money, you need to be a part, you need to be understanding tax codes. It's impossible for you to keep up with tax codes if you're only doing taxes three times a month and you're not studying. It's impossible for you to be an actual good lawyer if you're only if you're only taking cases when you got when you got uh uh um uh, uh clients. You got to stay up on your industry. What is new? What has changed? A lot of people don't know the W-2 has changed. Regulations on the W-2 have changed. So when you fill it out, it don't look the same no more. So it's confusing. Well, most tax professionals don't even know how to fill out the W-2. That's why they tell you just put one, two, or zero. Because they part-time. They say, you're going to get your money at the end of the year. <clears throat> so, okay, I'm sorry. I went on a rampage. Okay, so life insurance that guarantees the legacy of your family tax-free. Then you surround, then you manage and protect the money that you currently have. You have to put your money in an environment where you do the, yeah, W-4. I'm sorry, uh, awesome taxes, my bad, W-4. My bad, a W-4, that's what I meant. I don't know why I said a W-2. Gee whiz, man, it's too early in the morning. W-4, I'm sorry, W-4. So, so, the name of the game, if you're working a job, is at the end of the year to get zero dollars back in a refund. Zero dollars back in a refund and get all of your money back during the year. So, I'll give you an example. If you're a mom... If you're a mom that gets $6,000 at the end of the year, what you're really telling me is that you gave, you gave the government $500 a month too much every month. $500 a month to a lot of people would do a lot of difference. But you wait until the end of the year to get your money and the government use your money all year. Then you take all of this money because you think it's a gift. Then you go spend it on toys and treats and stuff. The refund, say it with me, my tax refund is my money. My tax refund is my money that I gave the government too much of. Y'all say, man, the government be taking money out my taxes, out my check account. The government does not take money out your, uh, out your bank account or out your check unless... You owe the government and they seize your account. Unless they seize your account. Other than that, you give the government all of the rights. All of the rights to your money when you fill out your W-4 incorrectly. Then you go to the HR department and you ask them, how do I fill this out? The first thing they ask is, how many kids you got? No kids, put zero. Two kids, put two. <laughs> and your check short $250 to $500 every check because all that's going to taxes and you overpaid. 
Your tax refund is your money. The government ain't giving you kickback. You gave them too much. Okay. So now that we got that, we got our insurance. Boom. Legacy taken care of. Boom. Now I'm managing my money. Okay. Let me stop giving the government too much money. That's 500 extra dollars a month. That's 500 extra dollars a month. Okay. Boom. I stopped giving the government too much money. 500 extra dollars a month. Okay, bet. Now what can I do? Then let me find other ways, other way areas that I'm wasting my money and I'm not using my money. Y'all want to know one of the real reasons why I stopped, I stopped uh, uh, financing cars? When I realized um, at the time, y'all didn't do this, but at the time I was spending $1,200 a month on car notes because I was trying to be cool. But let's just be, uh, let's just be modest, right? Say you have a husband and a wife. Each of them spend about four fifty a month on car notes. Four fifty a month on car notes. That's nine hundred dollars a month. If I'm giving five hundred dollars a month too much to the government, and I'm also spending nine hundred dollars a month on a car note, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. That's fourteen hundred dollars a month that's going out of my household and paying too much taxes in car finance in a car note. Fourteen hundred dollars a month. Let's see $1,400 a month. Let's see. $1,400 a month times 12. That's $16,000 a year that you don't know where it is. The moment I saw that, I went and got me a cash car, and I drove a cash car until this year. And I drove a cash car, 2004 Toyota Camry, five years. I had a cash car. Five. Five. Until I got my wealth in order. Okay. Now. Now. Insurance. Manage and protect what you have. Okay. Because why? You can never be, you You cannot build a kingdom. Without an army to protect what's inside. So you have to have the proper protocols and things in place that can protect what you have. Insurance is the best army, is the best security. It protects what you have. Everything in your life, you should have insurance on. Okay. Manage and protect your income. The third thing, increase your income. Not with passive income. Everybody trying to make passive money. Active money increases passive income. What is active money? Active money is money that you work for. Everybody talking about, man, I want passive income. Money I ain't got to work for. No, you need to create active income first. Passive income manages the active income that you've created. Passive income manages the active income that you created. Jake, what do you mean? If you only make a, a $3,000 a month actively and you're trying to create passive income, your passive income is probably going to be around the same exact thing that you're making. So you have to develop skill sets in step three. You have to develop skill sets that will allow for you to generate more income. I'll give you an example. 
I'll give an example. I'll give an example. My active income in my business that we actively manage and we actively work, we do about $300,000 a month. We do about $300,000 a month. Most people's passive income would never reach that. What do I do with my past with that income? The profits I put inside my insurance policy that gives me four to eight percent every single every every single uh, year in dividends passively. Then what I do? I take that income. I lend my money out twenty five percent a quarter on a dollar. Then I take my my extra income and I lend it. Because I'm a lender. And I and I and I and I assume assets from lending. Which means if you bail on me, I got an asset worth two times more than what I lent to you. That becomes now in my possession. So I store I store my cash. I store my cash in 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 ink uh uh, an asset increasing environment inc uh, Interest increasing environment That's guaranteed I then secure my income By lending money out And securing their assets And then I find more ways To generate more income In an aggressive manner Well where's the best place for that Back into my business What I control So if I wanted to invest into somebody else's business, I have to be in a position of partnership where I can control the growth of that company with my management strategies and my growth strategies because it guarantees my investment. Just wanted to add that. That's an example. Now watch this. If I only made $3,000 a month, now, mind you, I'm not talking about leveraging money from the bank. I'm not talking about borrowing money. This is me talking to you from a position that we've never borrowed money from the bank to build anything that we have. We've never borrowed money from the bank to build anything that we have. I do not believe in borrowing money from the bank. Especially when you don't even know how to make a million a year yourself. Maybe when you get to a million a year in profitability in your business, we can talk about leveraging money from the bank from a different lens. Okay? Cool. Now. Now. Then when you get the cash, you can be able to make investments, okay? So so you need to create Active income. Everybody be like, but I want real estate. And you don't realize that most real estate people, real estate investors, they're not profitable. The average house. Y'all see this house? The average house makes $250 of net income per house. Average house. Because it's debt. They use debt to get it. This is a $600,000 house. So you're making $200 a month to manage a $600,000 debt house. That don't equal, that don't add up to me. That don't add up to me. Real estate's not a scam. If you can go in cash hard, 
If you can go in cash hard without debt, you may got you something. Okay, good. Y'all ready? Back. I'm back to my thing. Let me go back to what I'm talking about. So, protect uh, insurance. Protect and manage income that you already have. Now, grow your income developing skill sets. Grow your income developing skill sets um, that will allow for you to grow in income. Jake, what do you mean? You got to find trades. You got to find trades that can allow for you to increase your income. Trades based on your gift. Awesome taxes. Cousin, can you stop selling in my in my in my in my in my comments, please? Can you stop selling in my comments? Thank you, cousin. So, the third thing. Third. The third thing. Increasing cash flow with new skill sets. Finding out what you do naturally good, your gift. Finding out what you do naturally with your gift and then finding the right vehicles that match your gift is important. Because a lot of us, you're in jobs or you're in careers that you are that you happenstanced into, but you didn't plan those opportunities. You didn't plan, though you didn't seek after to see what best fits you. You just kind of just rolled into it. You just rolled into that opportunity. Oh, that job is opening. You just rolled into that. Oh, let's get into this opportunity. You just rolled into that. Oh, let's get it. You just rolled into that. You just rolled into that. So you're just rolling into all these things and you have yet to plan exactly what opportunity best fits my gift and where are the opportunities in this world right now. Not based on what you're comfortable doing, but based on what needs to be done. I'll give you an example. I was taught business. I was taught business in a traditional way, right? You go meet people in person. Um, um, um. Uh, I, I, you know, you go meet people in person. You go pass out business cards. You you do direct mail. Some of y'all don't know what direct mail is. Direct mail. That's what I was doing. Like literally in 2019. <laughs> if you don't know what direct mail is, go look it up. It's like old, old way of doing marketing. That's what I was doing. But I had to embrace the a new skill set of learning how to utilize. Yeah, you already know Awesome Taxes, Guerrilla Marketing. You already know. <laughs> and, and learning how to take social media and learn the skill set of social media so that I can be able to do what I'm doing in a much more efficient way. So we went from doing 100, 150,000 a month, paying about 30 to 40,000 dollars in direct mail to now doing over 300,000 dollars a month and paying almost nothing in ads. How were we able to double our income and, and pay almost nothing in comparison in, in ad placement or or whatever the cost is for, you know, uh, public relations? It's very simple. When you learn a new skill set that fits where the economy is at the time, 
you allow for yourself to be more efficient, more prevalent and more important and a more important piece to where the economy is, which allows for you to increase your income and also allows for you to make more cash flow. And make more cash flow. So one, insurance. Two, manage and protect the income you already have. Three, get uncomfortable, get into courses or whatever, and learn skill sets that will allow for you to develop proper skill sets that are important for this day and age so that you can increase your cash flow. Then four, four, you multiply the cash flow that you're making. Active cash first. Active cash first. Active, 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 active. And because you got to remember, it'll take a lot longer for your passive income to catch up to your active income. The role that your passive income takes to catching up to your active income is a lot longer role because you're not actively moving it up the ladder. So, you need to be in your active income phase for a very, 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 very long time. Is digital real estate still a viable option? Yes, if you actually go to absunloaded.com, you'll be able to get all of our courses um, for the price of one. So, seven courses for the price of one. Seven business courses, business accelerators. This is like business acceleration on steroids for the price of one. Digital real estate is a skill set everyone needs to learn. How to manage the digital landscape using social technology to grow your brand, product, or your business. Social technology is absolutely important, is an important skill set for every person who wants to participate in enterprise in today's time. And our course, Digital Real Estate, does that in the ABS Unloaded Bundle. So, you stay in the active bag as long as you can. Then once you stay in the active bag, then you get to the passive bag. Well, well, Jake, when you talk about passive bag, what do you mean passive income now? Yes. Well, how can I get to the passive income? First of all, do not look at these people. Don't look at me. Don't look at people you look up to as standards. Go look at the very industry that controls America and the world. What industry controls the world in this country? The banking industry. So you want to mimic and do what the banks do. Because why? Yes, the banker's way is a lot more. Um, you don't have all those like jumps and uh, uh, stocks and bonds and where you can make 100000 overnight. But if you look at what the banks have done, they have positioned themselves to win for a long time. So what I did for my passive income, I mimicked the bank. I mimic the bank. The bank lends money, but they collect assets. And for unsecured lending, unsecured loan, which means they, um, uh, uh, they, an unsecured loan, which means, sorry, my throat was itching. An unsecured loan, which means they're taking more of a risk. You you offer a higher interest. But you have to vet and verify the income of the person you're lending to. 
This is why, <laughs> this is why I take the banker's perspective. I want to be the one who is lending and collecting assets. I want to be the person who's lending and collecting assets along the way. So for an example, if I ever were to um, see a business partnership that I want to take part in, I won't invest without a guarantee that I'm going to get my money back. Because investing is just lending. You're lending your money for a period of time for a contractual agreement that you agree to. That's what investing is. The most unfortunate thing is that a lot of us invest our money or lend our money to these stock markets, but you don't have skill sets that allow for you to guarantee get your money back. See, the key to investing is just like lending. I want to mitigate my risk, which means lower my risk and, guar and guarantee a higher chance for me to what? Get my money back plus interest. So it's very important. Oh no, awesome taxes. I like to I like to read everybody's uh comments so I can answer those questions. I like I like to I like to do that so I can answer uh, so I can answer uh, everybody anybody's questions who's lost. I appreciate that though, cousin. See, I like I like I like I like cousins like that. I like cousins like that. All right, y'all got it? Y'all got it? Okay. So what I do, when I lend my money out, I take my interest and my principal and I put that back into my insurance reserve. That's what I do. Because my insurance reserve makes me 4 to 8% every year. So while I'm trying to find my next play, my money is in an environment where it guarantees a legacy for my children and is making 4 to 8% every year. So when I'm finding opportunities, when I'm looking at businesses, when I invest into um uh, when I invest into businesses, I'm when I take an equity position, I'm lending my money to them. And I let them know, this ain't no investment where you can go spend it. This is a loan with an interest on it, a line of credit with an interest on it, and I'm taking an equity position. And a strong enough equity position that allows for me to be able to build management strong enough to help the business grow in value because I want my money back. When you start to think about investing like that, you begin to say, wait a minute. Wait, it don't take... You, you ain't got to risk lose money to make money. I don't want to, I don't want to risk my money. If I am risking my money, I'm not, and it's a high risk. I, I didn't do my due diligence to ensure that I'm making sure my children get back. My, my money is my, chi are my children. So I'm going to make sure I get my children back.
I'm going to make sure I'm putting my children in the right environment where somebody's going to take good care of them. And I'm going to make sure I get that back. Well, Jake, what if somebody doesn't want to give you equity in their company? It's easy. You can have you can have what's called a buyback in the contract. I'm going to lend you money. I want this percentage of your company. Once I receive my interest backed, we can have a buyout discussion. Or once you pay me back my loan that I lent you, I will relinquish the equity back to you. Until then, I, I, I control this part of the business until the equity, I get the equity back. See, these are all plays that you can do to ensure the, uh, the productivity of the money that is going out. That's how you guarantee wealth. Notice I still ain't talked about no net worth. Because net worth is, is, is subjective. It's subjective to what people value your asset class to be in. Insurance. Protect and manage what you have. Increase your income. Skill sets with active income. And then find ways to multiply your money in the best environments. Rinse, and then five, do it all over again. Six, then you can talk about net worth. That's why it's very important for you to be getting advice from people who are really doing it. I don't take advice, money advice from mentors. I, I look at the bank. I don't, I don't, I don't listen. I don't take money advice from mentors. I study the banks. That's why I created private banking blueprint. So you can study the banks. I study the banks. I say, damn, the banks, the banks don't put their money in the stock market unless it's backed by security assets. Unless it's backed by mortgage assets. Damn. I say, damn, the bank is good. See, the bank knows if you get an FHA loan, it immediately disqualifies you uh, uh, from avoiding PMI. No matter if you put 20% down. Mm. Mm. So that's why the bank really wants us to have FHA loans Because if it's, since it's a federal loan I have to get PMI Damn So that triple secured the bank You gonna pay the note They, they control the PMI insurance companies Believe me, if they don't own them, they get kickback. So if you ever were to default, they get the difference of what you owe from the PMI insurance. They write it off on their taxes as a loss and they foreclose a property and sell it back to another bank. Three ways of protection the bank has put themselves in. And when I saw that, I said, now that's how you invest. I say, now that's how you invest. The bank say, yeah, we're going to give you money. 
But we finna put PMI insurance on that money. So if you default on me, the PMI insurance company is gonna pay me the difference of what you owe me. Then we're gonna write it off on our taxes as a loss. Then we're gonna foreclose the property and then sell it for cheap. No, the ABS Wealth Bundle does not cover digital real estate. The ABS Unloaded Bundle for this, this, this holiday has digital real estate in it and all the other courses. There's seven total courses. ABSUnloaded.com. The bank know. So while we investing our money in the stock market, taking 100% risk with our skill sets of being able to navigate in and out of it, knowing the difference between stops and stops and puts and all that stuff, we just willfully investing. The bank say, no, I ain't just finna invest my money to nobody. Heck no. The bank say, no, I'm gonna protect my money in three different ways. I'm gonna put insurance on my money. All that you say, um, you said, uh, what course should I start with first? I always say start with private banking blueprint and F your budget first. Because private banking blueprint and F your budget, those are basic finance courses that you need. Then I would get into purpose to profit. Purpose to profit then then goes into matter of fact, let me let me do this real quick. I'll do this. So private banking blueprint teaches you basic business understanding, right? So private banking blueprint and F your budget, these two teach you exactly what you need. Adelijah teaches this. My 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 mentor, my mentee, my mentee Adelijah teaches F your budget. And private banking blueprint is what I teach. So we teach you how to mini, how to how to uh, mitigate risk, how to manage your, your income, and then in that private banking blueprint, we teach you how to become your own banking source, so you're no longer dependent on the bank. Then from there, I will go to. Then from there, I will go to. Hold on, where's I'm gonna find it for you. Then from there, I will go to purpose to profit. Then I will go to purpose to profit. And this is where we teach you how to turn your gift into a profitable product. Find the right vehicle to put your gift into, which is the purpose, and then make it profitable. So we teach you how to market, build, create, scale, and sell your product from scratch, building it from scratch. Then from purpose to profit, then you go to digital real estate. Digital real estate is where we teach you how to scale that product or service online to get more eyeballs and more and more people attention on your products or services. After that, then you go to 100K month blueprint. Then the 100K month blueprint, that's where we teach you how to then take that product service or system and scale it to $100,000 a month, building a seven figure business. And then once you master that, then we show you how to make fifty to a hundred thousand dollars in two days. In this, in this one, we actually made one hundred thirty-six thousand in two days. Um, we made a hundred thousand dollars in one day. In this one, this is where we teach you how to make fifty to a hundred thousand in a day. Then, from making fifty to a hundred thousand dollars in a day, 
I think that's it. Then you start doing that. Then you need to get in our ABS Tribe Elite program, which is what we're uh, what we're jumping off in January for those who are already doing having a six figure business that want to take their business to seven figures. We're going to be doing elite coaching with that group specific group, high accountability to make sure that you're on track. That's what it's going to be. Got it. Okay. Shante said, I already have a mortgage. Can I use my reserve to pay it back faster? Yes. Actually, in the private banking blueprint, I teach you how to use your insurance reserve to do what's called chunking on your mortgage. So you can literally pay back. You can literally pay off your mortgage in less than 10 years by chunking. This is how I know, this is why I want to see if Ken got through the course because in that course, I teach you how to chunk your mortgage away. How to use your reserve and chunk your mortgage away. Just chunk it away to where eventually you eat up all that debt, you paid yourself off, and you control all that income and you actually control the asset. It's called chunking. Yep. We actually, we're actually going to email... Every single person that has purchased the ABS Unloaded, every single person who's purchased the ABS Unloaded bundle, we're going to be sending y'all an email Monday after the holidays, Monday with the exact PDF on how to start, like where where to start, where to finish, like the, the whole the whole step in process. We're going to send y'all that. Yeah. Okay. We're good. All right. Listen, if y'all want me to keep this live up, I'm about to post this to my page. Like, comment what you learned and share it with one or two people, please. Like, comment what you learned and share it with one or two people. If I don't have at least 12 people who have commented on that post, I'm going to delete it. So like, comment what you learned. Share with two people. If I don't have at least 12 comments on what you learned from today's live, I'm going to delete the post. Okay? Love you. Talk to you soon.